After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. know what time it is when you hear that siren it's time for frank's power play frank go ahead and take it away i normally say this for later in my power play but i'm going to start with it right now because we've got some teams that have clinched a playoff spot i mentioned last week that tampa and boston were in well from the east you can add the washington capitals the defending champs are back in and that's the only other team from the East that's in over in the West. Us, we've got a Titan. We've got the Nashville Predators. They're in. The St. Louis Blues have clinched a playoff spot. Hot last night despite a loss. Also, the Vegas Golden Knights. Team that came up, that was came from nothing. Got to the cup final last year. They are back in the playoffs again. So right now, six spots are occupied in the West. couple still up for grabs. We'll see what happens there. Some teams can clinch tonight. The New York Islanders can clinch a spot with a win. The same can be said for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Those are the only teams that can clinch tonight from the East. West, still teams that got work left to do. We'll get to back to the standings momentarily. Hey, but some other things from around the NHL. Well, a um, couple coaches who have been el- whose teams have been eliminated or are pretty damn close to being eliminated are supposedly on the hot seat. No, sadly, Jeff Blaschel is not one of them. Um, but Phil Housley sounds like could be on the hot seat in Buffalo. Sabres, if you remember, started out the year really strong. Everyone thought, okay, maybe the Sabres are back, and then they kind of just petered out. Uh, This is what Pierre Lebrun of The Athletic had to say. He says, well, I still think the position of GM Jason Botterill is that he would rather not make a coaching change. He really respects Housley in my mind. I guess the way the season's ending here will force the Sabres GM to reevaluate everything, including a head coaching position. That doesn't necessarily mean Housley will be replaced, but I suggest it's now a possibility. My thought is I don't think Phil Housley's going to get whacked at this point, but I think things have got to get better next year or it's going to be adios and somebody else is going to be brought in. Bob Bowner of the Florida Panthers. The Panthers have kind of hung, kind of just hung around, being on the outside looking in. It may not be enough. And they are on the verge of being eliminated as well. So it sounds like that Dale Talon may make a change there. And people are speculating that Talon may go call up his old buddy Joel Quenville, who was fired by the Blackhawks this season. And But they're going to be in quite the derby for Coach Q. And then maybe you consider that if they get Quenville, maybe they sign Artemi Panarin as a free agent. Who knows what happens there. There, so that's some hot seat news. Speaking of another coach that 
is back. Or a former NHL coach that's back. Elaine uh, Vigneault has been named the coach of Team Canada for the World Hockey Championships. So he may get a look at an NHL job next season. Only time will tell. Some news on uh, my deadbeat Detroit Red Wings and... I'm not saying, and this necessarily isn't a bad thing that I'm going to talk the about. The season's almost over, though. So and, yeah, and but but is this is what the fourth but, year they haven't made the playoffs. Well, third year in a row, third but year, yeah. something there is something good that did happen, even though I think that it happened and it ended up being counterproductive to what they need to do. But it happened nonetheless, and I will, as much as I will criticize, I will give praise. Dylan Larkin and Andreas Athanasiu became the first pair of 30-goal scorers for the Red Wings in a decade. Think about that. First, the guys to hit 30-plus since uh, Marion Hossa and Johan Franzen. I believe that's McCumber calling in right now. Yeah, yeah Frank, we can keep going. Just keep All going. Right. So, oh, there's that. Looks like a good piece of the future. We'll do a quick check of the standings. Right now, on this Saturday, the 30th day of March, as it's the final week of the regular season, and in the Metropolitan Division, I mentioned the Washington Capitals already in the playoffs. 100-point mark for them. Um, I believe that's actually more than what they reached last season as well. The New York Islanders in second with 97. They can clinch a spot tonight. David the Man of God Harris says Pittsburgh Penguins currently sitting in third with 95 points. All right, so probably just need a couple more wins and they'll be in. Over in the Atlantic, the Tampa Bay Lightning, we don't really need to say how they've pretty much sewed up everything. They've got 122 points right now. They are cur- they're probably just going for like regular season records and all that. Hoo-ha. They got the Boston Bruins currently sitting in second place. That's already a spot they have locked up. They can't really get any better or worse. Toronto Maple Leafs can clinch a spot tonight. Carolina Hurricanes, they hurled down the first wildcard spot. They did say they are putting an end to their storm surge celebrations afterwards. I know some people didn't like it. I did. They were having fun. And they weren't doing anything that was necessarily inappropriate. But who knows? Maybe they'll bring them out if they win a series. I'd like to see that happen. And the Columbus Blue Jackets hold down the last spot in the playoffs with 90 points. They are tied with the Montreal Canadiens. And then the teams on the outside looking in are pretty much on life support. Philadelphia Flyers, eight points back with five games remaining. It's probably not too likely they're going to jump anybody. Florida Panthers have been, actually, I stand corrected, have been eliminated from the playoffs. I said they weren't. And everybody else, forget it. They're not going anywhere. And the Red Wings currently have 70 points. Because they've won their last four, which they should not have done. It's hurting their chances at landing a top five pick. But, oh well. Such as that, they want to do that, oh well. Then you can continue suffering. Over in the West, the Jets and Nash and the Predators tied for first place in the Central Division. 94 points apiece. St. Louis Blues, 90 points back. Still have a shot to possibly clinch the Central. That would be a hell of a story, especially since at one point they were in the basement of the Western Conference. Mm. Over in the Pacific, the Calgary Flames, after shellacking the Anaheim Ducks last night, 6-1, to 
have moved ever so closer to not only clinching the Pacific Division, but clinching the number one seed in the Western Conference. They have 103 points. San Jose sits at second with 95. Vegas with 90. As I mentioned, they clinched a playoff spot. They'll actually play the Sharks tonight. Wild Guard's currently being held by the Dallas Stars with 88 points. They can actually play, they play in Vancouver tonight. They could realistically clinch a playoff spot tonight with a win. So winning you're in. And the Colorado Avalanche hold down the last wild card spot with 85 points. Points. They have four games remaining. And their push is going to continue on April Fool's Day against the Blues. The Arizona Coyotes, three points out of a playoff spot, four games remaining. They got work to do. Same can be said for the Minnesota Wild, who have 81 points. The Chicago Blackhawks, Derek, unfortunately, their yeah, playoff hopes are alive, but on life support. Yeah, after firing Quinville earlier in the year, they're not doing too bad. But. 78 points, they're seven points out with five games of rating. It's going to pretty much take a miracle to get in. Same for the Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> Harrison, <laughs> the, Van- the Vancouver Canucks are pretty much, you can say, adios and Viacom Dios too. So now we'll take a look at individual standings. Nikita Kucherov, let's just hand just hand the guy the Art Ross trophy already. 121 points on the season. Connor McDavid second with 114. Patrick Kane, 104. Leon Dreisaitl. Even though Edmonton struggled, two guys with 100 points. It's kind of weird, though, but then again, they can't play like a defense at Edmonton. Brad Marchand can still reach 100. He's got 97. Nathan McKinnon, 95. Johnny Gaudreau, 94. Sidney Crosby, 94. Steven Stamkos, Braden Point, 93 and 90. <coughs> Excuse me. Hey, goal scoring. Just when we thought Alexander Ovechkin was going to run off with the Rocket Richard Trophy, Leon Dreisaitl is starting to say, not so fast, my friend. Even though Ovi's got 49 goals, Dreisaitl in second with 47. Could conceivably catch him, though. Plenty of time left. And so could John Tavares, 45. Patrick Kane's got 41, tied with Steven Stamkos. Connor McDavid, Braden Point, Alex DeBrincat. 40 apiece. Nathan McKinnon, Cam Atkinson rounding out the top 10 with 39. Nikita Kucherov, 83 assists. He could conceivably get 90 assists this year. McDavid, 74. Blake Wheeler, 69. Mitchell Marner, 65. Brent Burns, 65. Burns' 65 assists are the highest among all NHL defensemen. Patrick Kane, 63. <laughs> Excuse me. Stop. <laughs> you do go on, Frank. I'll let me know. Sorry about that. I didn't know that was going to be. Marshawn, 63. Sidney Crosby, 61. Claude Giroux, 60. Johnny Gaudreau, 59. Ryan McDonald leading plus minus at plus 38. Followed by Mark Giordano. Mikel Backlund at, at third, plus 36, plus 35. Brett Pesci, he of the... Carolina Hurricanes, 32. Elias Lindholm rounding up the top five with plus 31. Goaltending department. And goals against allowed. Average at 21 or more games played. Jordan Bennington of the St. Louis Blues. That's probably been a reason why the Blues have been able to turn it around. 1.85 goals against average. It's followed by Ben Bishop 
2.03. Both Islanders goaltenders, Robin Leonard and Thomas Grice, 2.22, 2.32. And in save percentage, Bishop leads that with a .933. Jordan Bennington, second, .928. Andre Vasilevsky, third, .927. Both Islanders goaltenders, Leonard and Grice, .926. Over in the wins department, Vasilevsky leads that with 37 followed by the flower, Marc-Andre Fleur, 35. That ties up with Freddie Anderson. Sergei Bobrovsky and Martin Jones, 34 each. Carey Price, 33. Connor Hellebuck, 32. Devin Dubnik and Brayden Holtby, 30 each. And Pekarine, 27. The flower also is tied with Sergei Bobrovsky for shutout lead with eight. Vasilevsky, Bishop, six apiece. Five each for Grice, Leonard, and Bennington. Bryce Rene and Matt Murray with four each. That'll do it for my NHL power play to kick off the final week of the regular season on this Saturday, the 30th day of March in the year of our Lord, 2019. The year of the Lord. Huh? This power play goes out to the San Diego Saints peewee team. What? Who, the San Diego Saints peewee team. Yes, 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 yes. They are playing for the state championship in San Jose this weekend. And my, I've got family friends who have their son, Bryce Daniel, is the goalie for them. He's been playing very well out there. And I've told, uh, I've told them, said, look, hopefully in a few years I'll see him on Craig Button's board for draft prospects when he's eligible to be drafted. That, that came way out of left field. Well, hey, I had to get, I had to, I had to give him, I had to give him a shout out because he's been playing, he's been playing phenomenal in that. Yeah, they're playing for a state championship. They won in six five in OT yesterday, so they're getting they're getting it done. Mm, wow. Okay. Nice, Frank. Uh, way to uh, give that to us. And uh, this year we got to get into the goal horns here. So, well, that's Captain Obvious right there. Uh, yeah. well, good job on that. And we have Ryan McCumber on the phone line as he'll be coming up uh, just in a few minutes here. As uh, here we go. There's, there's your little goal horn. The, the ducks, ducks goal horn. Oh, how'd you know that? Or because, you, you know that? I, I, well, I saw the, the hockey, Anaheim thing pop yeah, up. Yeah, the, the hockey guru. But thank you, Frank, for all that. Uh, and, and the uh, random sh- <laughs> the random just shout out there as it kind of caught me off guard. But guess what? We're going to take a commercial break. Hopefully David David's watching. Supposed to be calling in. He wants to talk to the NCAA tournament, and then he has a beef about the McDonald's All American Game uh, slam dunk contest. As you know, a girl won, but it wasn't basic dunks, though. You know, Candace, she's the first girl to win since Candace Parker won, I believe, in two thousand four. Yeah, four or five. Um, and the girl, I t- tell you, she has hands as big as Anthony Davis, and she she was dunking with a girl's basketball. But I tell you, some of the dunks she threw down, the revolution is being televised. I'll tell you that right now, because that was that was pretty pretty impressive. Uh, actually, McDonald's All American Game was actually pretty good. Though we'll talk a little bit more. We also had a local tie to it as well. She actually did her thing in in the game, and uh, I would say during the week. They play the McDonald's All-American games. And I'll talk about a certain couple, two players, I'll tell you, whose games never changed. And they were in the McDonald's All-American game and went straight to the pros. They came out in 04. So you can uh, dab on that for a minute. You don't, have to look, don't try to look it up on Google. But think of the players that were there in 2004 that went straight to the NBA and their games never changed. 
Hmm. Interesting. But when we come back, talk a little bit of college hoop with Ryan McCumber, the Michigan State uh, man, and uh, they had a big impressive victory uh, uh, last night. Yes, they did. I know you're proud. So now it's uh, was it Michigan State Duke on Sunday Ooh. at five o'clock? <laughs> give our we'll give our thoughts on that. And David should be calling in soon. That and more here, eighty-eight point three WCs. After further review.